And God, today we give you thanks for giving each one of us a voice. A voice that you have called us to lift. A voice that you have called us to lift to bring you glory and honor. Voices that you have called us to lift to do your work. Give us this day that courage to lift our voice, to reflect you in all that we say, do, and sing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Cassandra, for that challenge to lift our voices. That song reflects something amazing about God. What it reflects is that deep call to lift our voice, even if our voice isn't quite as beautiful as Cassandra's. (laughs) Every voice matters. Every gift matters. Every action matters. Every thought matters. Every person matters. That's the message of Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. Martin Luther King had a dream of establishing a church, a nation, and a world where every person mattered. A place where people mattered so much that all the walls dividing people would be taken down. Today's scripture really does reflect the intent and the message of Dr. King. And what's powerful in today's scripture is that the Apostle Paul and Dr. King really had so much in common. A common desire to let the world know that who God is is reflected through us when we live our best. I'd like us to listen to this scripture with a different translation. The scripture I'd like you to listen to is from the message. And I think it really focuses us in on the real point of what Paul and Dr. King sought to communicate through their messages. God's various gifts are handed out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various expressions of power are in action everywhere, but God is behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. I love that last line. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. In other words, there is something in you that God has put in you that is a unique reflection of who God is. And if you hold it back and don't let it out, then there is something about God that will not be revealed. That's how powerful the gifts inside you are. Have you thought of that? Your gifts are not just a matter of genetics. Your abilities are not just resulting from the training your parents have given you or what you learned in school. 
The gifts inside of you originate in the spirit of God and are there to reveal God. I can say that again in just two words. You matter. Why do you matter? Because who you are reveals who God is. This is spiritual dynamite. (laughs) This is explosive stuff. When we stop to realize this, we can no longer put ourselves down for any reason, nor can we put our neighbor down for any reason. Nor can we let differences divide us any longer. No longer can we let preferences divide us. In fact, our different preferences are there for a reason. Our different preferences reveal something different about God that will not be revealed unless we had different preferences. (laughs) That's the beauty of God's tapestry, which is our community. What we do reveals who God is. That's our job individually. And it's also our job as a church to do the work of God to reveal who God is. Now here's the tricky part. When it comes to revealing who God is, unfortunately the church has too often sent mixed messages. When churches in different places and at different times have tried to put people into boxes and molds, what they're saying is our God is a confining God. That's a mixed message. What our scripture is saying is there are a variety of gifts. There are a variety of expressions. There are a variety of ways of revealing God to the world. When we expect people to fit certain characteristics and saying unless you exactly exhibit this characteristic, you are not of God, we are sending the message that God is judgmental. That also is a mixed message. Our God is an empowering God who invites us to live life like we've never lived it before. We are called to reveal who God is by exercising our various gifts and to do it without sending mixed messages. There was a church in Youngstown, Ohio that had an opportunity to reveal who God is. At the time, they didn't know it. This is a true story. It was a large church that was in a neighborhood that was beginning to decline crime was becoming more and more of an issue. So the church had to look at how they were going to respond to this issue in their own neighborhood. Now they didn't think of it in terms of how will we reveal God through the decisions we make. They were really thinking about their own protection. They installed a security system. They installed more locks on their windows. During the day there was only one door that was open. They were trying to protect themselves, but despite all of their security measures, a break-in occurred. They had to find out who it was. Some in the church said, we need to send a message to our community that we will not tolerate crime in our church. We need to find out who did this, and we need to press charges. Most of the church agreed with that. They followed up on the case. 
Turns out the police found a 12-year-old boy who'd committed the crime. Many in the church continued to say, it doesn't matter how old he is, he's committed a crime against us. It's a crime against God. We need to send a message to our community. We need to press charges. There was one woman in the church who said, we need to look closer at this. Let's learn more about who this 12-year-old is. Let's, let's find out why he broke into the church. Many people said, oh, you're one of those liberals. <laughs> you know. But a few listened and said, okay, we'll, 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 we'll give you a chance. As it turns out, he had grown up in a home where there was only one parent. The parent was working two jobs. The sense was that he really wasn't trying to commit a crime. He was really just looking for attention. She asked the church to take a different stance. Instead of pressing charges, she said, why don't we raise some money and buy him a membership at the YMCA so he has a chance to better himself and to learn something, a place to get some attention Furthermore, why don't we as a church reach out to the family and establish a relationship there? Why do we want to take a 12-year-old boy who's never been convicted of any other crime and give him a record? Why don't, rather than giving him a record, why don't we give him a life? Her message got through. The church rose to that occasion. And today, that young man and his family are members of that church, making a difference in that community. That church took a real stand by looking at a 12-year-old boy and saying, you matter. Now, what's amazing here, it was one voice in that congregation that swayed the rest of the congregation. And in so doing, that congregation revealed who God is. Lift every voice and sing. Sing of a new world. Sing of a world that reveals who God is when we exercise our wisdom and our compassion and our mercy and our gifts. A God of love and mercy and compassion is being revealed through that congregation in Youngstown, Ohio. Again, we don't all have a voice like Cassandra. <laughs> but God has given us amazing gifts. And everything we do makes a difference. Last week was Baptism Sunday. Powerful moment for us as a congregation. Perhaps the most powerful moment, however, was not the moment where we administered the life-giving water, but that moment where you as a congregation were asked to stand and support those being baptized. As a congregation, you rose and you extended your open hands as a symbol of your love and support. Now comes the time for us to be who God's called us to be and to actually offer that support through relationship, conversation, and gift. Every gift matters from the person who makes coffee that will create fellowship after this service to the person who helps people find a place in ministry. 
It's easy for us to look at our gifts and say, well, what I have to offer isn't that much. I'm just an usher. An usher is not just an usher. An usher is doing the work of God. We need some to answer the call to do something that will show who God is. Every gift matters. If any one of us holds back, then the work of God is held back. What we do for God really matters. Maybe you're an usher, and maybe you're saying, I want to do God's work, but I'm just an usher. That's not much. Well, no one is just an usher. No one is just an usher. No one is just a greeter. There's no such thing as a pew sitter. <laughs> Not if you're praying while I'm preaching. <laughs> We're all called to show who God is. And it will not happen if we belittle our own gifts or someone else's gifts. The wonderful parable about stonecutters in the 14th century who were working on this amazing cathedral. A person came up and asked the first stonecutter, what are you doing? And that stonecutter said, I am cutting stone into blocks. I've been doing this all my life and I will do it until the day I die. Same person went to a second stonecutter and said, what are you doing? And that stonecutter said, I am cutting stones into blocks and I've been doing this all my life and I will do it until the day I die but I'm also feeding my family. I, I, I love my family. And as I cut these stones, I, I think of my home, my family, and the love I have for them. And I will gladly do this until the day I die. Third stone cutter, same question. What are you doing? That stone cutter answered, I am cutting stones into blocks. And these are not just ordinary blocks. These are amazing blocks. And I will be cutting these stones until the day I die. And I love cutting these stones. Why? Because these stones are going to be part of a great cathedral. And this great cathedral will be a home for people to come and worship God through the centuries. The stones I'm cutting now will provide a place for people for centuries and centuries to come. I am cutting stones until the day I die to the glory of God. A stone cutter is not just a stone cutter. And an usher is not just an usher. An usher is not just helping someone find a seat. An usher is helping someone find their place at the overflowing table of a loving God. An usher is saying with every action, you matter. A member of the welcome team is not just offering someone a greeting and a handshake. 
Welcome team members are showing our community that no matter how many times you've been rejected in your lifetime, there is a God who welcomes you and welcomed you even before you were born. You matter. If you sing in our music program, you're not just hitting notes. You're singing to God and to the hearts of God's people. You are doing the work of heaven. You matter. If you teach our children or do classes or workshops for adults, you're not just getting through a lesson. You are pointing God's beloved sons and daughters to eternal principles that have the power to change even the most bankrupt cultures. Who are we? We are not just churchgoers. We are not just ushers. We are not just musicians or singers. We are not just welcomers. We are not just teachers. Who are we? We are God's feet, God's hands, God's ears, God's heart. This is the heart of our call and the heart of who we are. And through us, it is God's will that what we do will show who God is. And God shows who God is in amazing ways. When God's at work, a 12-year-old committing a crime is not just committing a crime, but creating an opportunity for the church to be God. A stone cutter is not just a stone cutter. An usher is not just an usher. Who are we? We are a people who matter. We are a people called to reveal who God is through who we are. If you're comfortable, take the hand of someone nearby as we go to our God in prayer. Oh God, you continue to amaze us. <laughs> At least when we stop long enough to think about who you really are and the way you reveal yourself. So slow us down. Slow us down to see you, to hear you, and then to reveal you. And then speed us up. Speed us up to do your work with a, a sense of urgency that says to our community, we're a church that cares. Reveal yourself through us in powerful ways. In the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on us as individuals. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on this your church. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on your world. And hear the prayers of your people who pray. Amen. Amen.